Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast with me, Dominic Frisbee. Today's piece is called Helium Can Only Go Higher. Help your portfolio take off. Today we consider the coldest substance on Earth, which is, I knew you knew, liquid helium. I've been covering helium for several years now and it's time to revisit the theme today. The reason... I keep reading articles about helium shortages, and these have nothing to do with the controversial cryptocurrency of the same name. Bull markets come along every few years in some niche but strategically important um, commodity. I've seen it in cobalt, lithium, graphite, phosphate, uranium, rare earth metals, tin and others besides. And the story is almost always the same. Years of underinvestment have led to a shortage of supply of the said commodity. Government stockpiles are exhausted and now suddenly the commodity is essential to some new technology. Cue the bull market. So what do we need helium for and why is there a shortage? It's the second most common element in the universe. So how can there be a shortage? And you could say the same about hydrogen and that's even more common. There may be plenty of it up there, but there isn't plenty of it down here. And down here is where we need it. Nor is helium a huge market. Annual global demand is estimated at around 6 billion cubic feet uh, or 170 million cubic metres. It's hard to establish just what the current price is because prices tend to be agreed by contract between buyer and seller. But Cliff Kane, CEO of rare gas consultancy Edelgas Group, which studies the market and consults with most of the companies operating in it, gives me the figure of $1,800 per million cubic feet. The entire global market for bulk liquid helium is probably around $3 billion. But demand keeps growing, though, mainly from the medical tech and aerospace sectors, and it will keep growing, says Kane. Helium is seven times less dense than air. Replace the air in a hard drive with helium, there's less turbulence, the discs spin better, and so more discs can be packed into less space while consuming less power. Helium-filled hard drives increase capacity by 50% and energy efficiency by 23%. Thus, almost all high-quality data centres now use helium-filled high-capacity hard drives. It's also used in barcode readers, computer chips, semiconductors, LCD panels and fibre optic cable. Another rapidly growing industry that's gobbling up helium is the space sector. Helium is used in fuel tanks for rockets and satellites. Physics requires it in particle accelerators. Its low density means it also finds use in deep sea diving. But perhaps its most essential use is as a coolant, especially for the magnets in MRI machines. Magnetic resonance imaging, that stands for. They must be kept near absolute zero to maintain the magnet's quantum properties and not lose their potential. A typical MRI machine needs 2,000 litres of liquid helium. As someone who's recently broken his ankle and also only discovered that I broke my neck in my younger days, it was never properly diagnosed, I can tell you the importance of MRI machines and the diagnostic clarity they bring. Some 38 million MRI examinations were carried out in the United States last year. Forbes suggests helium shortages may be the world's next medical crisis. 
Given the importance of MRI in the medical profession, it says the helium crisis should be front and centre for politicians, policymakers, physicians, patients and the general public to discuss and find sustainable solutions for. The scarcity of helium is a serious matter and affects all of us, directly or indirectly. And of course, it's also used in party balloons. So where do we get helium from and why is its price going up? As Kane points out to me, if you're an aerospace company whose business relies on putting satellites in space, ideally as many as possible, or an MRI manufacturer whose business relies on selling MRI machines, you're not going to let helium shortages get in the way of your business. You're not going to stop producing the machines you produce. You're going to want to produce more and more of them. You'll pay whatever price is necessary for the helium and pass the cost on. Even if helium is rationed, It'll be party balloons that don't get the allocation, not something as essential as MRI. Phones, computers, all modern life, it requires helium, says Kane. There's no substitute. Without it, we go back to the Stone Age. Helium is produced as a byproduct of natural gas refining. The world's largest producer is the United States, roughly 40% of supply, followed by Qatar, Algeria, Russia and Tanzania. However, the world's single largest source of helium for the past 70 years, the US National Helium Reserve, recently stopped its supply. It's letting its staff go and the pressure has come off in its pipelines. It's now at 700 psi when it needs to be at 1200 to be producing, says Kane. And that system is now actually for sale. <laughs> uh, and there's a link to the, uh, to the website in the article, at least in theory. The paperwork has met with delays, though, at the White House. This is likely to take some time to resolve and we won't see any market until it does. And prospective buyers should also be aware of contaminated supplies and ongoing legal suits. I've put a link to that legal dispute um, in the article as well. Russian supply from the massive new Gazprom helium plant in the eastern city of Amur is also shut down. That's unlikely to see any production before the end of 2023. As Kane tells me, it relies on Western engineers, and the West is at present rather reluctant to send staff to Russia. In any case, Russia will struggle to sell much beyond China and Russia. In fact, Russia has the potential to become the world's largest producer, but it's Russia. There were two shutdowns in Qatar earlier in the year, though these have now reopened. And all in all, we have what has been dubbed helium shortage 4.0, the fourth worldwide helium shortage since 2006. As with helium shortages 1, 2 and 3, supply disruptions in a tiny industry have caused the upset. Kane is not crazy about this idea of helium shortage 4.0. He says it's just the continuation of 2 and 3. Uh, it's a situation he describes as never-ending. Put simply, the world needs new helium supply. The solution is to invest in prospective helium producers and developers. There are plenty out there, but as with all natural resource companies, it's a question of separating the wheat from the chaff. 75% of them, says Kane, are going to fail. I'm working on a special report for subscribers on the best companies in the sector and how to invest them. That will follow in a few days, so keep your eyes out for that. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back with another podcast very soon. Please tell your friends uh, and goodbye. Cheerio.